When a young person dies by suicide, the rest of us are left wondering why. And while there's never a simple answer to that question, this next episode of our series, Dispatches from Within, tries to get us closer to one. Our Radio 101 class opened up our voicemail for teens to speak out in a safe space, in their own words. But first in the piece, Dr. Jill Harkavy Friedman from the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention explains that talking about suicide can be uncomfortable, but it's necessary. In 1985, I got involved in research in teen suicide. And honestly, I got into it because, first of all, people thought teens didn't think about it. And here we are now in 2021 talking about it, but in a really different and much more developed way. We've learned so much. And that comes from asking people and finding out about their experiences. I've never been very confident in myself, but I still excelled, or so I was told, in very many mediums. Art, writing, academics, cooking, anything you name it, I had at least tried to try and become a master at it. I don't want anyone to see how weak I truly am because I know how much that would crush people's expectations of me. When COVID hit, I felt so trapped inside so isolated, even more than I already had. It was at this time that I tried to find a way out. We know that when people are at that point, they isolate, they withdraw, they may do reckless things. But we're still trying to figure out what takes someone who's thinking about it to actually engage in the behavior. They, pro- they most often feel desperate. They feel like it's not going to go away. They feel like even if people love them and they love people, that they're a burden. And they mistakenly think that people will be better off without them. It was night. I remember looking out my window and just seeing no one really around. I I was just feeling alone and just in a very deep, dark place that night. But I remember calling my friends and family, maybe for them to, you know, dig me out of this hole I was thinking myself was into. And no one answered. So that sucked. I mean, it was like 11 o'clock at night and they probably do or do homework or they went to bed. So... And so I was just feeling very alone at that moment. And I thought, well, if no one's going to answer the phone or answer their text, might as well, you know. And I've always had the thoughts, which sucks. And I, and I attempted that night. So if you notice a change, a change in mood, a change in behavior, or a change in what people are saying, it's important to take to, to pay attention to that. They may say, oh, next year this won't matter, or after the final, I won't have to worry about school anymore. They may give things away that, they, that are important to them. They say that they don't fit in anymore. 
So they give these kind of subtle clues. And sometimes they say, I feel like killing myself. So when you hear that, you want to pay attention. Yeah, this is kind of hard to uh, talk about because I'm still kind of going through the motions after it, you know? So, like, the days following after, it was, like, walking on eggshells. It was hard. I wanted to to just cry every day after my attempt because I didn't, I didn't succeed, you know? But, um, my friends helped me keep trucking, helped me keep going. My mom also got me the right tools that I needed to, uh, keep myself, um, alive and not a danger to anyone else or myself. And, I'm really grateful now because I I love life. If someone tells you they're thinking about suicide and they say, don't tell anyone, tell someone because an angry friend is better than a dead friend, right? And also when they feel better, they will be glad that you told someone. We know this about people who tried to kill themselves in very serious ways. The minute they start, they wish they hadn't done it. So our efforts for people who are at risk is to help them get through crisis periods because they know we know they come and go. The attempt did not work, and I'm so glad it did not work because I would have missed out in life. I am doing super well right now. I mean, I'm at times I'm I'm not as good as I want to be, but I'm doing much better than that one night. I'm working on being more vulnerable, but it's hard to. It's so damn hard to let other people know how much you're really struggling. I wish I could say my story has a happy ending, but I'm not sure it does. If you or someone you know is in crisis, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's a free 24-hour hotline at 1-800-273-TALK. This story was produced by RJ Reynolds High School students Melvin Abuaku and Chase Ori as part of the Radio 101 series on youth mental health. Radio 101 is made possible in part by a generous contribution from Woody Kleiner. The music for this show was composed by Alan Potorak. Additional music by Blue Dot Sessions. <laughs>